Advocates for Truth, where we discuss the intersection of truth and opinion. I'm Bailey McDaniel, and I'm here with Neil Hardin to talk about the difference between equity and equality after many have seen this recent Kamala Harris ad. So there's a big difference between equality and equity. Equality suggests, oh, everyone should get the same amount. The problem with that, not everybody's starting out from the same place. So if we're all getting the same amount, but you started out back there and I started out over here, we could get the same amount, but you're still going to be that far back behind me. It's about giving people the resources and the support they need so that everyone can be on equal footing and then compete on equal footing. Equitable treatment means we all end up at the same place. Kamala Harris says that equity means that we all end up at the same place. What's the difference between equity and equality? Yeah, so equity and equality, they're kind of used interchangeably at times. They sound a lot alike, and a lot of people think they mean the same thing, but they've come to acquire their own unique definitions depending on the context that they're used. So one helpful distinction is differentiating between equity and equality in treatment versus equity and equality in outcome. So in treatment... Equity means taking someone's needs and circumstances into consideration. So uh, give the example of like you have two people who get a parking ticket. You know, one person, they've gotten a parking ticket at that same spot five times before. But you have another person who it was their first time and they didn't see the sign and they were helping their friend move. And, you know, they were there and just didn't see it there. So it's like if you were a judge and you had these two different people before you, you know, you're thinking, okay, well, maybe with one person I'll give them more leniency since it was their first time versus another person seems to be a repeat offender. Um, so that would be taking equity into consideration, their individual needs and circumstances. Uh, equality would mean t uh, basically treating everyone the same no matter what. Uh, so, you know, we have the same rules for everyone. We have the same law. Everyone plays by the same uh, rules, so to speak. Um, so like in that example I gave, uh, Equal treatment would mean that both would either have to pay the fine or both would have to uh, uh, be given a pardon or would have to would be given leniency in some way or another. So, mm -hmm. so that's when we're talking about treatment. That's the difference between equity and equality in that context. Mm -hmm. Now, when we're talking about outcomes, like uh, Kamala Harris was talking about, usually equity and equality are used more interchangeably because equity, when we're talking about outcomes, means that everyone has an equal outcome. If that makes sense. So if we're talking about uh, money, you know, an equitable outcome means that everyone would have the same amount of money. Or if we're uh, talking about, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's other examples we could use. Um, but equity is sometimes also used to mean proportional representation, whether we're talking about race or gender. And, like, you know, we want to have proportional representation in a certain job or in a certain category of work or um, at a university, for instance, they want to have you know, affirmative action to gain a proportional representation of these different groups of people at their university. So that's just kind of an overview of the different kinds of nuances that both equity and equality can have. And as you can pro probably tell, the, what definition you're using will depend on the context and can have very different meanings. Definitely. So does, do those definitions that you just gave, do they line up or even Kamala Harris's definition, do they line up with what the Bible? Because the Bible does use equity, correct? Um, is mm -hmm. that the same way, different? What do you think? Yeah, so the Bible does use equity and equality, or at least it uses those words, but it's uh, 
it doesn't use it in exactly the same way. So when the Bible talks about equity and equality, it's not usually referring to outcomes per se. Like the Bible doesn't approach justice usually with like a predetermined outcome in mind. It's saying, you know, people ought to be treated, uh, you could almost use the word fairness. You know, we, we like to use the word fair a lot today. And it's like, you know, when you treat people uh, equally, you know, we're all made in the image of God. You know, so there's an equality there. We're all, uh, we're all under the same uh, law. We, um, you know, we, we're, we're equal in, in, in some ways. But the Bible also, uh, in the treatment aspect, focuses on equity, you know, taking people's different needs and circumstances into consideration when you, and a, ju- a judge is supposed to make a ruling on one thing or another. So when the Bible uses equity and equality, it's much more focused on making sure people are treated fairly rather than focusing on, you know, we need to make sure we reach this predetermined outcome. Yeah, and Kamala Harris really focuses on getting that equality of outcome. Do you think that equality of outcome is important or would you say that there are some differences in outcome that aren't bad yeah so we so we have to before we talk about equality of outcome we have to go back to or we have to ask the question you know is all inequality or all inequity like where where does inequity come from Mm -hmm. um because a lot of people assume that all inequality or all inequity is bad in one way or another or comes from some type of uh, bad source. Um, and the way the Bible talks about it is that there are actually good sources of inequality and there are bad sources of inequality. You know, you can say uh, there's uh, sinful sources of inequality and uh, non-sinful sources. So and kind, of, kind of the way I like to phrase is that not all inequity is created equal. Uh, so when we talk about sinful sources of inequity, you know, we can talk about individual uh, sinful sources of inequity. So, you know, someone might have a character deficiency in some way. Maybe they're lazy, they don't like to work hard, but that will lead to an inequality whereas someone who works hard um, is more likely to uh, make more money. Like Proverbs 10.4 says, a slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. Mm-hmm. So their own sinful choices are leading to that inequality of outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there are other individual sources um, where it's like, you know, someone steals from another person, and that's a, that will lead to an inequality or an equity uh, in some way. But that's, it's not the person's fault, mm-hmm. but it still is the result of the sin of someone else. Uh, so you have, like, individual sources. You also have cultural sources, like um, in Acts 6, 1 through 7, we're given the example of... Uh, Greek widows who were being neglected in the daily distribution. And, you know, there was an inequity while the Hebrew ones were being uh, attended to. And, you know, you can say it probably wasn't malicious per se, but it's just, you know, there was an oversight. And so they had to appoint uh, overseers and uh, deacons in order to basically make sure that everyone was being treated fairly. Uh, So, and even when we can apply that to our own context, you know, when we think of things like slavery or Jim Crow laws, like those are cultural inequities that lead to uh, differences in outcome, which are wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are things that we should uh, address and talk about. But as, as far as sinful sources of, of inequity go, there's also creational sources of inequity. Or what I mean by that is like the effect of the fall on creation. Mm-hmm. You know, we can think things like uh, genetic diseases. You know, some people are born with a genetic defect while others aren't. But that creates inequities in health. It creates inequities in how they have to live their life. Um, so it's not their own sinful choices, but yeah. the result of living in a sinful world yes right and there's other things like uh, you know a tornado or an earthquake might destroy one person's house but leave the other completely untouched you know there's just inequalities and inequities that will happen 
just because we live in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. So, so these are the sinful sources. What maybe would be inequality that isn't caused by sin? Yeah, so... <laughs> Kind of using the same categories, we have individual uh, sources of inequity, which aren't sinful. You know, God created us all different. You know, there's a, a diversity, there's a, uh, a beauty in the way that God made us all different. You know, mm-hmm. some people are taller than others, some people are uh, smarter than others, some people have different desires and interests, some want to, you know, work with their hands and be a carpenter, other people want to be a lawyer, some want to be teachers, you know, and all these individual differences that each of us have will lead to different outcomes. Um, and so the fact that God created us different is a good thing. And the fact that the, we'll end up at different places with different outcomes is a good thing. Uh, and so, yeah, so there's individual sources in that way. There's also uh, cultural differences. Um, there's, uh, we can take the example of how, you know, the United States, Germany, and Switzerland view time as kind of this segmented thing that we, we need to use it in the most efficient way possible, utilize it, get the most potential out of it. But other cultures will have a more relaxed view of time. You know, they tend to be maybe more relational and want to use time differently than we might use. And, you know, that will lead to, you know, some, cult, you know, u- utilizing every potential uh, act of time as a way to make money. You know, that culture will probably ha- be richer than the culture that uh, views a t- of time as more relaxed. But, you know, the, time, the culture may, that isn't as wealthy might say, you know, we're richer in other ways, you know, we have better relationships with others. Um, so that's, uh, that's, that's just differences in culture, mm-hmm. but that will lead to inequities in one way or another. Um, so there's creational differences as well uh, in, in inequity and equality. So uh, the economist Thomas Sowell talks about how differences in geography will listen or will uh, lead to uh, differences in outcomes. Like if you're a tribe that's in the middle of the Amazon jungle or high up in the mountains, disconnected from society, that you will probably uh, progress technologically or even just like have different access to resources than someone who's in a tribe that's in like a Mediterranean climate with good weather all year round and, uh, you know, access to other people to interact with and trade with. And so, you know, you, yeah. you can see over time how different uh groups or different populations have developed differently because of just where they are on earth. And, you know, that's, that's just happenstance. That's just under God's sovereignty of where people have uh, wandered to over the years. And, you know, there's nothing bad about that inherently. It's just, there are differences that result. Um, And even uh, lastly, there's spiritual uh, uh, differences and outcomes. You know, God gives the gift or God gives the spirit to all Christians, but he doesn't give the same giftings to every Christian. Um, you know, we're, some of us are hands, some of us are eyes, some of us are ears, you know, to use the language of the body of Christ in 1 Corinthians 12. And so, you know, and he, God calls some giftings greater than others. Like he says to, you know, I wish all you would speak in tongues, but desire the, the greater gifts like prophecy and things like that. And, you know, in other, other portions of scripture recall that those who preach and teach the word are worthy of double honor. So there's, clearly a, a, either like a hierarchy or like a difference in outcome that results even within the church. Um, and that's, that's ordained by God for our good. So yeah, all, all that to say there, there are these vast differences uh, between sinful sources of inequity and non-sinful sources of inequity. But the point is that there are different sources of inequity mm-hmm. that having an inequity doesn't mean it's necessarily bad. So given that there are all these different sources of inequity, and some of them are good, some of them are bad, should we really be striving for equality of outcome? Like Harris has mentioned, is that something 
maybe we, we really want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'd say in most cases, no. There's like on one level, biblical justice doesn't start with a predetermined outcome and then try and work towards that. You know, it takes the facts of the case as they are. And then if the injustice has occurred, trying to rectify that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that we can distinguish between these sinful sources of inequity and non-sinful sources of inequity tells us that there's always going to be differences in outcome. And so to try and eliminate all that is, in essence, to try and eliminate all the distinguishing factors which God has given to us either as individuals or as different cultures or even just in his sovereignty of where we're born, what family we're born into, and, you know, what country live we live in and grow up in. And, you know, these differences are, in one aspect, what makes us unique, and that's good. And these other differences are what God uses to grow us and to sanctify us. And um, so if we're taking equality of outcome, like in the truest and purest sense, I'd say no. Um, but diff- but on the other hand, I'd say, you know, where differences or equality or in- inequity rather has resulted from sin has resulted from sin in one way or another, you know, that would be, uh, something that I think we should try to address. Yeah. And whether, whether from sinful sources or not, um, if we were to try to correct all of them, mm-hmm. what, what kind of would that look like? Is that even possible? I mean, with some things, you know, they are, you you know, if someone steals from someone else, you know, that's a a clear example where you have a a perpetrator, a victim, there's a crime that's committed, you know, you want to seek restitution for that. But something like a, you know, a tornado, you know, you can't suddenly control the weather to eliminate all all tornadoes or Mm -hmm. even, um, I don't know, other effects of the of uh, the fall on creation. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, we're not God that we can eliminate these things. Yeah. Um, Or even just uh, eliminating other differences that exist between individuals. Like, we, we we can't change the human heart. If someone just wants to be lazy, we can't force them to be productive. Mm-hmm. So it's like, on some level, we have to be able to distinguish what we can control and what we can't control, and uh, what is the role of government in those things. And, like, examples like theft, or even if, like, there's a system of laws which perpetuate an injustice of some kind, you know, those are things which we do have control over, which we can and should address. Uh, but even all the bad sources of inequity, you know, we we are finite. We can't fix all these things on our own. Yeah, definitely. It seems as though if we tried to address all of them, it would it would probably result in us going mm-hmm. crazy. But mm-hmm. also trying to have the government play God, yeah. as you mentioned, yeah. and fixing every little minute difference, even just between you and I, there's mm-hmm. a significant number of differences yeah. to that we could probably attempt to rectify without um without any solution because yeah there you can't change every god-given ability mm-hmm. for yeah. sure and it's like to eliminate or in a, and achieve complete equality of outcome like we'd have to eliminate all differences mm-hmm. and i i don't think people would be in favor of eliminating all the differences and the diversity and the uniqueness that we all have and and i think too what a blessing it mm-hmm. is i mean as Christians, we get to have the perspective of God's sovereignty on this and recognize that he is in control and that he created each one of us uniquely mm-hmm. and for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. That's not something that we should always be fighting against mm-hmm. or, you know, see as a downside to mm-hmm. creation. Um, so all that to say, what is the church's responsibility here? What, what should we be doing? 
Yeah, so if you go back to the video and you remember that it kind of, it's illustrated in a way that it's like we we want to raise the ground up, but she also says that, you know, the two different people are going to end up at the top of the mountain as well. And I don't think we can, you know, ensure that everyone ends up at the top of the mountain, but the ways in which, you know, we compete on different playing fields, the ways in which we can even those things out, I think those are... Uh, things which the church can strive for. So those sinful sources of inequity, you know, if someone commits a wrong against someone else, those are things the church can engage in. Or if there are systemic injustices in society, you know, those are things that the church can try and seek to address. While ultimately acknowledging that, you know, while we can try and make sure everyone has an equality of opportunity, if you want to say, to, you know, have access to the same things and uh, same privileges that we all have in society, but to try and make sure that everyone gets to the exact same place, I think is uh, a fool's errand. <laughs> so it's really not as simple as Kamala Harris makes it seem then the equality of treatment versus outcome. It's kind of more of a nuanced topic than a... Yeah, there's a, a whole lot of considerations that we need to think about when talking about equity versus equality, treatment versus outcome, you know, different sources of inequity and trying to figure out you know, where they all, where it all comes from and how we address it is a really multifaceted uh, thing that we need to think about. Um, but if you want to dig into this more, we'll have three, uh, we'll be posting three articles on the topic of equity versus equality on our website, advocatesfortruth.com. Uh, follow us on social media, whether Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We have lots more content talking about everything from COVID-19 and church to uh, wearing a mask to contact tracing, you know, you name it, to marijuana, we, we have everything there. So uh, follow us on our website and uh, like and subscribe. Thank you very much.